This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, February the 10th, 2016. Well, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour on a day day after the New Hampshire primaries. What an interesting time we are living in, but what are we? Gold and silver, legal, lawful tender. Give us a call at one 800 and the lovely Wendy will be there to take your calls, answer your questions, or you can go check us out at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, but you can get the news to disturb the comfortable this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, its owner, its CEO, the man who does all the research and then delivers economics with attitude. On a hump day, Joe, how you feeling, man? Happy Wednesday. Welcome and thank you so much. Not only for all of you that tune in each and every day, uh, but for all of you uh, that do business with us. I- I'm humble. I-, I really am. And at the same time, I watched yesterday after the the results came in from the New Hampshire primary. Big winners yesterday. You had uh, Donald Trump taking uh, the Republican side by a, I mean, not a landslide. There was a landslide. It was a landslide, landslide. Right? Let's call okay. it what it is. He okay. won by a landslide. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders won by a landslide. There you go. But I watched the the speeches after the fact. Boy, we had a lot in common last right? night. Right, so so I watched Bernie Sanders. I had never heard the man speak. I've read some of the things that he has said, but I've never heard him speak before. I watched Donald Trump. I also watched uh, Kasich. Hey, by the way, let's have a hug. Can yeah. we have a hug? Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. Yeah, let's hug it out. And, and I'm going to say, I didn't watch Hillary but if you watch that at all, 800-951-0592, and you probably want to run to the phone. I, I am I'm appalled at what I saw last night, and I'm thinking to myself, are, really, these are the best ideas that we have? And then, of course, this morning, Janet Yellen testifying in front of the banking committee. And I was, I was, you know, it's it's actually going on as we speak. You know, sure. I was listening sure to her, and man, I, I'll say this: maybe one of the better, at least initially, uh, questions being asked by our elected officials since Ron Paul, just hammering. Janet Yellen on why it is that we continue to bankroll the the banks in America, the Federal Reserve continuing to hand out money. They give you know, and most people forget this. The Federal Reserve pays our big banks not to lend money, to leave money with them, free money for doing absolutely nothing. You don't get free money. I don't get free money. You leave your money with the bank in a savings account. They don't give you any interest. It is 
absolutely downright disgusting. It really, truly is. It's even worse than I thought. And I think it's bad. <laughs> it's not like I think it's great. It's worse. I listened to Bernie Sanders last night. And I got to tell you what, give the guy credit. Because here's one thing I he definitely is. That man is passionate. I mean, he believes what he's selling. And if he doesn't, he's the greatest salesman of all time. Because I got to tell you what, he was fired up. And I'm here to tell you, if you saw his crowd, they drank that Kool-Aid. Oh my God. They, they were roaring out to him. Roaring. Free education for everybody. Crowd goes crazy. Everybody that's on Social Security, we need to give you more money. More money for Social Security. Crowd goes crazy. We need to do, we need to redo the infrastructure. Crowd goes, we need to take care of this. Free education. Nobody has to pay for college. Nothing. Matter of fact, by the time he was done, I don't know that he missed anybody. Not one example of where we're going to put it. Except for the one percenters. Now listen. I just want people to know. Do you know how few people, because let's say, I think most of us agree, if you make 250000 you're not that rich. I mean, you're, you're doing better than, let's face it, a lot of people. Sure. But you're not super rich. And if you live in the wrong places, San Francisco, uh, New York, Chicago, you know, where a lot of that big money is, you're really not that rich. But do you know how few people in the country earn more than a million dollars a year? I mean, you would, the way Bernie Sanders talked, you'd have to believe that like 30 million people make a million dollars a year. And the realities are really people making more than $10 million a year, it's in the few thousand. That's it. You look at the, the CEOs of the banks, that's those guys. The 30 companies that make up the Dow, it's those guys. And and I just, you know, and here's the thing that they say the most, this just tells me how bad it is. Because who do they say Bernie Sanders' base is? Our youth. The young, right? The 18 to 34. How bad do they feel? How much stress and anxiety do they have where they are standing? And I mean, it was nuts that they want the government to give them everything. We're going to take away your guns, and instead we're going to put you all on the dole of the government. And the crowd goes wild. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J and the Love. I'm really concerned because, at least right now, it looks like uh, Bernie Sanders got a good shot. So next they go go to North Carolina and then Nevada? South South Carolina Carolina and and Nevada. And then Nevada, right? I heard them all saying that. And then March 1st, Super Tuesday, will be where the... Uh, the the real races will be declared. It'll be over by then. After March first, we'll kind of know what's what. 
But, you know, I, I watched Bernie Sanders first time ever. But I was scared that that many people think it's that bad, that this is what we have to do. I mean, full-fledged, I mean, socialism, I mean, we're, we're one step away from full-fledged communism. I mean, a handout for everybody. You don't, did, has anyone shown Bernie Sanders the deficit? I mean, we laughed yesterday at Obama's proposed budget for 2017, four point something trillion dollars worth of spending, a deficit that's going to, I mean, I, I want to say that deficit number was cl- uh, closing on an $800 billion deficit for 2017. And I'm always trying to think about all the things Bernie Sanders was proposing. I mean, what would that look like? $8 trillion? Right? A deficit of $4 trillion? I, I, don't, need, I don't even know how to calculate it. It was that, it was, it was borderline idiotic. And these people, they were going nuts. And then I listened to Donald Trump, and I'm like, okay. Man, I mean, I took a a deep breath. I was like, oh, okay. We're going to get something to make me feel better. I didn't feel better. And I've been telling I'm probably voting for Trump. I felt like when Bernie Sanders is giving everything away, okay, and that crowd is frothing at the mouth, that they were almost like rioters getting free microwaves and televisions and busting into a retail store. And getting and after New Orleans I, had filled I, up with right, water, and they I, were in I mean, there just robbing the place. He's going to help me get mine. And in the end, you know, the... the I, I don't care. I don't need to work for it. I just need to get mine. I just got to get mine. That, that was the mentality I felt that Bernie's giving me. You know, you're giving me all this stuff, then I'm voting for you. And it's a cheap way for him to get a vote because in the end, he's going to end up looking like a bigger liar than Obama did based on the health uh, the, the healthcare system that was promised to us. Well, that's the other thing. You know, he wants to, to double down on Obamacare. And then you had Donald Trump, and he... he I don't know what it was or wasn't. I thought he was trying to be, I guess, more electable, which turned me off because it didn't seem sincere. We're talking about Donald, right? I'm talking about Donald. Yeah. You know, just didn't feel sincere to me at all. I want to hear more about the plan, right? I Make America great. I can get down with that. How? He didn't explain the how. Right? I need to know the how. But he is. Show me the how. He He's going to be the best job creator that God ever made, he said. Didn't say yes, how. Yes, he did. He didn't, did say that. Di- didn't say how. I can tell you, I'm going to do it yet. Didn't say how. Those are big claims. Let's hear it. We need to hear I need to hear it. And then they, they made this big deal about, uh, help me, uh, Kasich who came in second. And I'm like, okay. I've never really, you know, listened to this guy. Other than in debates. Well, he, but even in those debates. I mean, he got like 30 seconds. Yeah, he got right? minimal I mean, never, time. Minimal time. Right? The guy couldn't get arrested. <laughs> okay? And, and he comes out and he finished second, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm like, okay. Bernie Sanders, I, I'm like... This is horrible. Donald Trump disappointed me. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe this guy can add something. And he comes out, 
and I'm not making this up, his big speech, this is what I've learned. We need to slow down and hug your neighbor. That was his speech. Uh, I think he needs to be with the Democrat right. and the tree Let's huggers. just give each other a hug, because that's going to fix everything, folks. That guy finished second. With that. <laughs> well, I got a great idea. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. You know what? ISIS, let's hold on. Well, isn't it interesting, though, that uh, Teddy Cruz, man, his sneaky trick he pulled in the last caucus in Iowa got him into fourth place here. I found that to be quite interesting. He wasn't fourth. Was well, he fourth? Was he, well, oh, I well they were tied. Him and Jeb. Right. He was fourth. Jeb, Jeb was fifth. Something like that. Rubio uh, was sixth. The only good soundbite of all the speakers was Rubio. Being honest. Being honest and saying, hey, I don't blame you voters. I blame myself because I stunk. I blew it in the debate. I own it. That was about the best thing anybody said. The good soundbite. But, but I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, Let's give each other a hug. And listen, I'm a I'm a hugger. I am. Right, Homer would tell you. Unfortunately, yes. I'm a hugger. I love hugs. Hugs are great. How is that a presidential platform? <laughs> hey, 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 I heard you lost your job today. Let's have a hug. Right? Hey, I hear you're struggling just to make ends meet with because your health care premiums are through the roof. Let's have a hug. That's not going to help. And I, I, I'm just amazed. I really am. And I'm thinking to myself, what's happened? How did this happen? And and you you think about everybody is nervous. And now I get it. I mean, I get it. I'm more nervous now. I was pretty comfortable. I was voting for Donald Trump. I was comfortable about it. I'm nervous. The Bernie stand, I'll, I'll just say, scared me to death. I cannot believe how popular that message is. That's a that's a scary message. To me, that's a defeatist message. That's a I give up message. And he's got the young people, they love it. That's the everybody gets a trophy message. That is the message. We'll pay for everything. Right? We're going to pay for everything. And anybody that has any success, we're going to take it all from them. And, and, the, and the funny thing about it is, is I just thought it was so over the top. Obviously, we need to go back. We do. We need to go back and, and redo all of these laws that the lobbyists got, got a hold of. We got to go back and go back to the way things used to be where you got incentivized to do things here in America. 
right? We got to bring the tariffs back. We got to punish companies that leave the United States. All these companies that that do these mergers for tax haven purposes and all those things, we've somehow got to convince corporations to be proud to pay taxes in America again. And I didn't get any of that. I didn't get any of that. I mean, Donald Trump gave the sound, but I'll be the greatest jobs president. But then he didn't tell me how. And then I listened to about an hour's worth of Janet Yellen's testimony. And they were railing her about how, how do you have the audacity to tell the American public that they don't deserve anything for their savings. But any bank that doesn't want to lend money will pay you for the privilege of not lending the money. You know what her answer was? It was almost it, it, it was almost as embarrassing as the fact that they let this happen. First, she told the, the people that were the House Banking Committee, hey, listen, in 2006, you gave us the right to do this. One of the laws they changed, right? Oh, it's a crisis. Wall Street's not going to open. Here's what we need you to do, Congress, and they do it. Just like, blank. okay, we'll do it, we'll do it. 2006, they gave the Federal Reserve the authority to give banks free money for doing nothing. And they still do it. Well, you and I earn nothing. Then, they create money out of thin air. And by all of this debt, we don't even know where, I mean, we know some of it's treasuries, mortgages, car, we don't even really know. She then proceeds to tell the banking, well, I don't know why you're so upset. I'm paraphrasing, she doesn't say it like that. But, you know, we we handed over $100 billion to the Treasury last year. Because we gave ourselves pretend interest on the pretend money we used to buy this pretend debt. We added you $100 billion of pretend money. So the taxpayers say, you're making out, taxpayer. Ten years ago, we didn't even turn over $20 billion. Your balance sheet wasn't $4.5 trillion then. And I'm listening to this, and I'm like, if you had just been asleep, and you woke up and you heard her testimony, you would be, you. I, I don't even know what you would think. You'd be like, this is, it's idiocracy. You know, Eric, that's one of his favorite movies. He likes that show. He does. And it's a, listen, if you've ever, it's a horrible movie. It, it's stupid. But that's part of its brilliance. And it's a movie about the future. It, it, and how dumbed down we've become as a society and all of this stuff. And and that's exactly how I felt. I felt it when I, when I before I went to bed after watching these people speak. I, I was thinking about President Camacho. <laughs> he was 
the president in idiocracy. And then I, I was listening to Janet Yellen this morning, and I'm like, wow. With a straight face, she says it, too. Like, hey, look at all. We did great things. Did I read the headline correctly that she still plans and uh, 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 or that she is still sending the message that rates could go up later this year? Yeah, well, let me tell you what she did. Okay, because that was the big thing. She did say, hey, that things are... Things are getting a little, uh, little scary, right? A little sketchy. A little sketchy, that's a better word, sketchy. Things are slowing down. But, but we still think that we're going to be on this gradual path. And then she said, however, if things change, we'll be prepared to do something else, i.e., negative rate, which is probably the best she could. I'll I'll give her the best. I think she got an A for being completely noncommittal. She still said, hey, you know, yeah, things are looking worse, but we still think things are going to work out. But if they don't work out, don't worry. We'll do something about it. That was her great, that was our head banker, the, the, the woman who's allegedly in charge of the economy and the value of our currency, telling us, hey, I really don't know what's going on. How about you guys? Patriot Radio News Hour Halftime. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. I've got about 40 $20 liberties, thirteen fifty. whether you buy one, ten, twenty, everyone gets a volume discount today at 800-951-0592, uh, U.S. Silver Eagles, $385 a roll, we should have more Silver Eagles hitting uh, here late next week. So we're we're pretty much on track, all caught up there. Uh, what else? Uh, really, things starting to dry up again all over the place. Uh, quantities of, of half dollars, quarters, almost none. I mean, I got four rolls of quarters. I think I got six rolls of half dollars. I got no dimes. Uh, if I sell those quarters and half dollars, I'll have none of those as well. Yesterday, we talked about the St. God. I mean, is this turning into unobtainium? It's almost as hard to get a St. Gaudens as an ounce, uh, as an ounce of, of platinum. But is Janet Yellen telling the truth? When she testified today that things are slowing down, but they still believe that everything's going to be okay and we're on this gradual path. Is that truthful? And the reason why I ask that is, with the passage of the Dodd-Frank Act, you know, the solving of too big to fail, which we're learning hasn't didn't solve too big to fail, it's made it worse. Last, what was it? Was it Monday? Monday, they sent the new stress test to the too big to fail banks, and then the stress test. This is 
supposedly helping the Federal Reserve keep taps on these banks that get free money from the Federal Reserve. They asked the banks to provide scenarios for negative interest rates, not just in Japan and Europe, but right here in the United States. Matter of fact, they asked for two different scenarios for negative rates, which obviously, if they really thought we were on the better side of things, you wouldn't think that'd be in there. But as these headwinds grow, they now want to find out just how bad will it be. Now, one place we know where negative rates are is Europe. We've been talking about Credit Suisse. We've been talking about Barclays. We've been talking about the Italian banks and how horrible it's been for them. Then Japan went negative. In the last 48 hours, the Japanese stock market has lost 1,300 points. Any guesses on some of the institutions there? the financial institutions under pressure. And then J.P. Morgan came out, and I'll just read, this was a released report uh, this morning. According to J.P. Morgan, the answer about negative rates is even scarier. This analysis, it was published late Tuesday, so I guess last night it came out. I saw it this morning. J.P. Morgan's Malcolm Barr and Bruce Kasman said negative rates can go far lower than than not only prevailing negative rates, but well below gold storage costs as well. So I want, you know what, I brought this up yesterday. Well, gold doesn't pay any interest. You know, you got to store it somewhere. And if you're, now, for you and I, a million dollars worth of gold, you know, you bought a pair of Nikes, okay, maybe you, uh, you bought some nice dress shoes, maybe uh, the ladies out there, you bought some pumps, right, that's the right word, right? Shoes? Okay. <laughs> right? Heels, uh, pumps. Whatever they're called. Take that shoe box. You can fit a million dollars of gold in that shoebox and have plenty of room left over. Probably, I have, I'm guessing you can probably get close to a couple of million bucks into one of my kids' Nike basketball shoeboxes. But if you need to store a billion dollars worth, it's going to cost you a little bit of money. But according to J.P. Morgan, Rates are going to go so negative, you're better off storing gold than you are in actually having cash. They justify this by saying that the solution to the negative interest rate policy world, where banks' net interest margins are crushed by sub-zero rates, here's what J.P. Morgan now says is coming. It says that, according to J.P. Morgan, that they say that banks could charge a negative 
4.5%. If the ECB were to concentrate on 25% of its reserves, it would be able to cut rates to as low as negative 4.64%. Today, right now, they're at minus 310. I'm letting you know. Listen, they don't do these reports for fun. They were asked by the Federal Reserve, and J.P. Morgan provided the answer, saying, hey, don't worry, Central Bank, because let's face it, J.P. Morgan wants to keep this gravy train going. The ECB can go all the way to negative 4.64. And it said that, hey, don't worry, they're not the only one. They said the Bank of Japan could go to negative 3.45, Sweden negative 3.27, and finally, when the Fed is ready to join the monetary twilight race, those were J.P. Morgan's words, not mine, it could cut to negative 1.3, and the Bank of England will go to negative 2.69. So now I want you to try to get into my head for a minute. Because as I listened to these presidential candidates speak last night, then I got upset. I got nervous. And at the same time, I got excited. Because I'm like, man, I should be so busy. It's so clear. It's so obvious. And then I and then I got upset at myself. I did a Marco Rubio. I'm obviously not doing a good enough job because I, you shouldn't be able to get lines in here. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jake with Homer Lopez as Janet Yellen is still testifying in front of the housing House Banking Committee. Uh, gold has, boy, you know what? It's doing what it did last Friday. Of course, last Friday, gold was down about $15, got down to 1145 bucks. By the time we got on, they came all the way back to even. Up to back up to eleven hundred and fifty-eight dollars, and then uh, gold closed, and then the in the, what we call the electronic trade, gold was up eighteen bucks. And I was sick that day. Remember, I left early because I wasn't feeling well. I w- I woke up from from a nap, and I called Homer like, "What happened?" <laughs> and gold was a thousand seventy-three dollars, and then on Monday. Woke up. And woke, it was gold, up was gold, gold, yeah, gold was eleven hundred and ninety something dollars this morning. Well, it started last night. Gold closed at eleven hundred ninety-seven dollars yesterday. In electronic trade, they had gold down all the way to eleven ninety, eleven eighty-nine. Then it went all the way down, and it touched $1,181, which is a key technical level. 
and I talked about that uh, on Monday. That that was the previous high, and gold's gone through it, and all the momentum now to the upside. And as I talk right now, gold's down four at eleven hundred and almost we'll call eleven hundred nine round up here eleven hundred ninety four dollars. And I'm wondering, are we setting ourselves up for another big jump up? And I guess we'll have to wait and see. The longer Janet Yellen talks, seems the better things get. But J.P. Morgan, in response to the Fed's request, how low can rates go? And I gave you their baseline. Europe can go all the way to negative 4.5%. The United States at negative 1.3%, Japan negative three and a quarter, England negative two and a half. But then J.P. Morgan throws this in there. It says that estimated bounds for the United States and the U.K. are higher, reflecting their larger bank reserves and asset ratios. We believe this bound is not binding and that rates could fall even further in both places. Saying that, hey, listen, we need to go lower than 1.3. We can get it done. But think about this. Let's just say, and this is what's coming. J.P. Morgan's telling you, not me. If you don't want to listen to me, listen to them. Let's just say, let's just say you make $96,000 a year, okay? So you're well above, you're not a one percenter, but you're well above, right? Because if you make 50000 you make more than 71% of the population. So you're, you're probably in the top 10%. If you got paid every other week, and you get, or twice a month, you get four thousand dollars. And as long as Bernie Sanders doesn't get elected, <laughs> you're going to be left after you pay your taxes. With let's just ballpark it at thirty-two hundred dollars. So twice a month. You get electronically deposited more than likely $3,200 into your bank account. Sometime miraculously in the middle of the night, $3,200 got put in your account and you wake up and you start, hey, okay, honey, let's write out the mortgage check, let's write out the car payment, you know, all that stuff. According to J.P. Morgan, that $3,200 is going to be put into your account. But the bank is going to take 50, 60, according to J.P. Morgan, hey, well, it can be even lower than that. Maybe they're going to take 100 bucks Because that's what that means. The banks are going, they're not going, what do you think, the bank's going to eat the negative 1.3%? 
All of a sudden, your thirty-two hundred bucks is thirty-one hundred. It's only a couple hundred bucks a month. Of course, it could be worse. It could be in Europe. <laughs> right. That thirty-two hundred bucks going to be like three thousand, maybe twenty-nine fifty. This is how worthless this money is getting ready to become. And people, oh, come on. You're trying to scare. I'm not trying to scare. You know what? I hope that's not what you take out of this show. You know, you think about for 20-plus years we've been doing this. And there's a reason. You know, I go back and I tell you, you know, all the things that Eric used to say and how they happen and all of these things and all the stuff that I've been talking about, here it is. This is the next step. That's what negative rates mean. Right now, they're at, you know, three-tenths. Hey, we, we can hide three-tenths. Can't hide four-and-a-half percent. Can't hide a percent and a half. Of course, what does that really mean? It means the value of the bunny, just like we told you, it's going to zero. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Can you imagine three, four years from now, Janet Yellen, or maybe it's somebody else? I don't understand why the consumer isn't spending their gas savings when they're being charged to deposit money in the bank. I mean, is that is that the line they're going to come up with? Well, you know, the first thing I thought when you said, can you imagine in four years? And I was like, it's pretty foggy right now. I don't know who's going to be president. Right now, I don't, okay? I don't know if, you know, uh, our economy, everything that you talk about, are we really going to be 25 to $30 million or trillion dollars of the deficit? Well, even Donald president? Trump yesterday. Hey, by 2017, we're going to have $21 trillion in debt. We're only at 19 right now, but he's right. And then the president yesterday, to go along with those numbers, throws a budget out of four trillion. Four point one, yeah, it was four point one trillion. Crazy, and and crazy I'm just numbers. like, wow, is it like you know what? It's my last year, and I'm going to spend as I'm much go, money as I'm going to go for it. And I will be. I am just. I'm just going to be. I'm going to do everything I can just to to spend as much because you know when was the last time you know somebody spent that much money? Here, here's the 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 real solution. All of these things. They're just too expensive. Stocks are way overpriced. Houses are way overpriced. Cars are way overpriced. College is way overpriced. Prescription medicine? All of it. And it's all going to reset. Not because, you know, I I'm, you have some textbook theory. Because we've seen it happen to every fiat currency in the world, and it's so funny because people want to pretend, "Well, that was that was Mexico, or that was Russia, that was Greece, that was this, that was we're America, so it's different." No, you cannot have prosperity through a printing press forever. You can have it for a little while, 
But we went what? We went nuts. Just think about the ridiculousness of how much debt we created just to have the Dow at 16,000. Not 60,000. 16. Oh, I saw somebody on, I think it was Dent was on TV today. He's calling for Dow 6,000 before the end of the year. Saying it's going to go down 1,000 points a month. Uh, you know, and I, I don't know. You know, all, all, all as I know is when you look at things rationally and you look at them, you know, longer term, I don't know about today, I don't know about tomorrow, who knows what gold's going to do, I don't know. But I do know long term where we're headed. I, I, I'm positive negative rates are here to stay. This, is, this isn't the end of negative rates, it's just the beginning. They don't know what else to do. And the more they try, the worse it gets. And you would think, logically, they'd be like, hello, maybe we should stop trying so hard. Maybe we just need to let it take its course. U.S. $20 gold. I got, like I said, I think I had about 40 They got to go today. 1350 bucks. Uh, rolls of Silver Eagles, 385. Uh, right now, gold's at $1,193. Silver's at $15.25. Dow looks like it's getting ready to go negative. Everyone, have a great Wednesday. Call us, 800 951 0592. We'll be back tomorrow.